Hello, everybody. My name is Eric. My name is Nick. And today we're going to be talking about the awful, horrible, not very good last game of the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I thought it was unbelievably awful, and I turned the TV off in the first quarter. Yeah, I didn't turn it off that early, but I I pretty much stopped watching after the first quarter. My thought was it was at that T Higgins fumble. I'm like, okay, this game's shot. They're not gonna win this one. They're not they're not even close to being mentally prepared. Um I think it went about as I expected. It li- it went almost exactly as how I predicted. If you recall in the last episode I said that these Steelers games go one of two ways. One, or they're very close, very competitive, one-score games, or they're fucking blowouts. And this one was a fucking blowout. Yeah, I guess the the one thing that I was surprised about is how well Ben Roethlisberger played and how well our run defense was. <laughs> um, yeah. That surprised me, but um, also I didn't know, you know, when we originally talked about this, that our secondary would be missing, like, everybody yeah, it was a rough day. I think I think Tony Brown led the team in tackles. And it's like he, he's brand new. Yeah, and he was pretty terrible. Uh, he just he couldn't cover anything. He got beat a lot. I mean, they I mean when they play the Steelers, the reason they get so much separation is they push off on a lot of their their wide receivers push off. Uh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to blame on it on that. I'm going to blame it on this, you know, we just had no corners. Yeah, no, that's completely fair. That's the more logical realistic explanation like, i'm a crazy person who did so we like play i'm gonna go with it we had like tony brown willie jackson uh mckenzie alexander was still in there but no our second corner was like you said tony brown who were who is was he practice squad guy i i thought we brought him in and then Jalen davis know, too i, I think we one. brought him in but we're we're playing the bottom of the barrel in, in our corners right now so <laughs> yeah it was really weird because like statistically the first like five weeks or so maybe whatever it was up until the Colts game uh the team actually had a pretty good um pass defense in terms of like giving up throws to the air because I mean at that point they'd only gave up like 180 to Lamar Jackson that wasn't too bad and then Phillip Rivers threw like 400 yards yeah we just have nobody on on the you know the opposite of uh Willie Jackson that can defend. Yeah, and They've I think he's terrible. most likely gone free agency. So if he's most likely gone next year, they're probably going to want to draft high on a corner when we need to fill holes on the offensive line. So it's like, you know, it's it's a struggle. Another thing that Ben is really good at doing, um, I don't know if it's all the other games, but I know the games against us, he's really good at getting the ball out before he gets sacked. Oh, my um, God. It's almost frustrating when he does that. Because our, our defensive line was, you know, they were getting pressure, but it, it, the stats don't back it up, you know. We'd yeah, the, no the pocket sacks. didn't <laughs> look like – yeah, the pocket didn't look like it was clean like it had been in a lot of prior games. But, yeah, they, just, they didn't get a sack on him. I don't think they got too many hits on him, did they? No, I think Carl Lawson got a couple, and I, I didn't watch the whole game, so – See, Von Bell had two, Carl Lawson had six. That's pretty good on for, like, one person. Yeah, Carl Lawson's playing really well still, I think. I think he's really the only one worth anything on our defensive line right now. Yep. Well, Geno Atkins also didn't play because yeah. he had the premature birth of his child. So, I hope um, – congratulations and hope that baby's doing good. I, I, I heard the baby's 
back home with them. So sounds like that's good. That's good. always a good sign. Yeah, it's always a little scary when there's a premature baby. Uh, so, what was the worst part about this game? Like, what part of our team played the worst? <laughs> yeah, what part of our team played the worst? Uh, yeah, I definitely think it's the defense secondary. I thought the offense was awful. Yeah, I just don't see how the offense was awful. They they put up pretty good numbers. I mean, okay, I think I think it's a little misleading though. Okay, because on paper, you look at Joe Burrow, twenty one for forty. That's not great. Two hundred and thirteen yards. It's okay. He didn't turn the ball over, which is very good. Um, and if you look at the running stats, they had a thirty nine rush yard rush from Sean Williams. I, like I said, I didn't watch the game. I assume that was some sort of special teams trick play. You take that out. They had about a hundred yards rushing. Not bad, but here's the big kicker. All right. What do you know about what? Oh, for 13 on third down. Yeah. Those crucial executions. Um, that didn't happen. Yeah, that's um, where I thought they struggled the most. Auden Tate the third played down like the, crap, I think. Did he? Yeah. Okay. He had a really tough game. Everybody's raving about <laughs> T. Higgins, though. Yeah, he's been pretty consistent. Um, definitely the, he got s- open the second on best receiver on the team yard. right now. Well, yeah. Um, the t- bright future for him, so that looks nice. Um. And I think the problem is we're not we we didn't we put ourselves in holes a lot um, from what I saw, where it, it would be third and long, and I, I still see a lot of problems from Burrow hitting those deep deep shots. Even I think the T Higgins touchdown he he was short. I thought T Higgins didn't score a touch. He didn't score a touchdown on that big play. He just like oh okay, I guess it wasn't a touchdown, but even on that big pass he was he was short on it. Yeah. Which is weird because I thought he threw a pretty good deep ball in college. It might be a coaching thing. Well, I I mean, everybody was criticizing his arm coming out of college. And I think so far it's been validated. I mean, I think he's, he's – you can't argue, though, he's great in the short and intermediate game. It's the it's the long game like we've been stressing all, all of our season that he's struggled with. Well, a lot of people said Andy Dalton, you know, complained about Andy Dalton the same way and – it, feel, it feels like people are giving Joe Burrow the pass because he's, he's the new thing right now. But I think Andy Dalton hit more deep balls in, in his rookie year. Andy Dalton was like – his whole thing was like, fuck it, AJ's out there somewhere. And he would just chuck it up. And ha- some of those times I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's going to be – well, there's, there's the, there, we have a complicated relationship with Cincinnati sports and their quarterbacks. And they typically get like a lot more heat than they ought to. Andy Dalton took a lot, of, a lot of flack. He probably shouldn't have. Carson Palmer took a lot of flack. He probably shouldn't have. Although his last year here um, was very poorly. Even like the quarterback for the UC football team, he gets so much like heat on for on our own fans, like giving him shit. It's like, dude, he's a, first off, he's a college quarterback. We're not a Power Five team, so it doesn't really matter if it, the quarterback's not, you know, if he's not college level Joe Burrow. I think he does fine on his own for a second year starter actually playing pretty well but like why are people it's like i don't understand our cities like love with 
hating quarterbacks and I've heard stories of them, you know, running Boomer out of town and stuff like that. It just don't make any sense. Yeah, we we just have a pretty rough fan base in Cincinnati, I think. I mean, always losing yeah, makes makes you do that. I mean, I guess, but even like the basketball teams, like the basketball like some of those some of the fans like criticize. We should make a whole segment one day on like Cincinnati fans and the relationship with sports teams cuz that could be an interesting dissection. Because, um, like, even the basketball team that has seen success, um, while not, like, I don't think they've made it past the second weekend or past the first weekend since the 90s. <laughs> even so, they've had a lot of good regular season. You know, they were, they were like, a number one team in title contention before Kenyon Martin broke his leg his senior year. So, like, you know. Yeah, but you got to think, we're a small market city, and – you know, all fan bases have rough points, but we're a small market city and we lose a lot. So it, it I'll, the I'll bad give fans are going to show up a lot more. Yeah, and it's always like when it when it comes to like fans and like you know different types of media, the the worst fans are always the loudest. It's like with like Star Wars is an example. I love Star Wars. I'm going to go back to it, but like the worst fans in Star Wars are like the loud and obnoxious, like. Like, oh, why are there black people in Star Wars? It's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, it does go back to, I will give you that on, I will give you that 100% on the professional fan base. The, the How the fans treat the Bengals is rough because they've lost, but I don't think that's fair for the college teams because the 2009 football team was a couple plays away from the national championship game. Uh, the basketball team's been really good um, overall for the past decade. Like the the tournament's a loser machine anyway. Like, like sure, uh, but you got to look at it from how most people see Cincinnati sports. What's what's the most popular sports team in Cincinnati? And you know, it kind of all trickles down to the others. I wonder what is the most popular sports team in Cincinnati. I would think it's football. Yeah, you think so. I would I would probably say the most popular team in Ohio is probably the Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> probably, but like that's because like those Columbus people just love Ohio State. Tell what we can do. Let's look it up on like social media and see like how many Instagram followers <laughs> each sports team has. We're completely getting off Go topic. <laughs> what we were talking well, about. There's not much well, to talk the game about sucks the game, so badly. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so they have the four hundred thousand followers for the Reds, four or four hundred and seventy-five thousand for the Reds. Check out the Bengals. Oh, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. Baseball's a they say baseball's a dying sport. Uh, the Bengals are about hundred thousand more. Okay, so there's a hundred thousand more people that like the Bengals on social media compared to compared to the Reds. And this is so would, perfectly scientific. So, yes, uh, just for good measure, let's check out the Bearcats. On social media, just to put it in perspective. I'm going strictly by Instagram. Twitter might be completely different. I don't know. Okay, so it's not even close. <laughs> it's like 55,000 for, for the Bearcats. Um, <laughs> I was expecting at least 100,000, but whatever. Um, yeah, I think what would be nice is... Have you ever seen like those social media before and after pictures of like fan bases before their teams blew up? No. Um, like if you look at the what the Seattle Seahawks like social media was before Legion of Boom and those Super Bowl wins, it was like pretty modest, small. You know, I think Seattle's decently 
small compared to the larger markets of LA, Chicago, Houston, New York, all that. And they were like modest and they won the Super Bowl and it's like, whoa, lot of lot of those bandwagon fans jumping on. Yeah, that tends to happen. I think I'm sure that's the way for the Chiefs. And then what's interesting with the Chiefs is that in terms of like, you know, I mean, yeah, they're a little bit older than us, and I think they've had more um, historical playoff success than we have, go- even before Patrick Mahomes. But, like, you look at them now and, like, the social media and, like, relevant brand uh, recognition the Chiefs have, if we could get something like that, that would truly be awesome. Yeah, well, Kansas City's a lot bigger than Cincinnati, so. Is it? Yeah. You live there. You should know. Yeah, it's uh, there's quite a bit. More land, more population. I wonder what, how many people. Because I know, I don't want to, I don't care about the, care about the city. I want to know the MSA. Because I think the Cincinnati MSA is like 2.2 million or 2.8. I don't really remember. The what? The Cincinnati, the population of the Cincinnati metropolitan area is, I believe, like, 2.2 million. Now, I'm looking on Wikipedia for Kansas City, oh, and it's about 2.1. So, let me double-check 2.1 for Kansas City? I don't think yeah. so. Well, tell Wikipedia they're wrong, then. Where did you Where did you see that? Let me, let me look I'm on up. Wikipedia. Uh, okay, so we're about... I rounded up, like, hell a bunch, but... Uh, MSA wise, we're 28th, or we're 30th. Sorry, and Kansas City's 31. So pretty comparable. What are they ranking this by? Uh, you're looking at okay. the metro. Yeah, well, the metro is important because, like, sure, the city of Cincinnati and Ohio, but like, there are people in northern Kentucky and southeast Indiana. So that's that's why you look at metropolitan areas. That's interesting. Yeah, no, we're comparable to Kansas City. But but look at what we um we have to compete with compared to Kansas City. Kansas City what what, what um markets do they compete with? Um St. Louis or did? I assume they would compete with the St. Louis, um Texas, Oklahoma, Nebraska area. We're competing more uh, Midwest. They don't really compete Pittsburgh, with Texas Cleveland. though. They're, they're it's pretty far from Texas. That's true. I guess I guess Texas kind of competes within itself because Texas is so big. Yeah, and uh, versus, yeah, but I think the point you're trying to make is we compete with Pittsburgh, yeah, and we, Cleveland, yeah, and who both, who both have a pretty and Indianapolis. The the for, the former two both having very high fan bases in the state of Ohio, Cleveland more in the Northeast and Pittsburgh more in the South West. Wait. South no sorry southeast and northeast. I'm all all over the place in geography today. But uh, but yeah, what were we talking about with the sport? With what? We completely <laughs> we completely got off topic. I thought it was really interesting what we were talking about, but it would be yeah okay. Circle back. It would be nice if we had a resurgence. Hopefully, Joe Burrow can do that and lead a turnaround. Um. Well, it's it's like you said though. It comes with wins. You got to win. Yeah, they got to win first, and that, I think this is a nice transition to my next talking point. I don't think that Zach Taylor is going to be the one to do it. Eh, I don't think so either. 
I think yeah. he's just too well, inexperienced. Uh, and if he's getting, I mean, we see games where he's getting beat. You know, his play call is getting beat by the other coach. It's not just the players; it's it's all around. He's getting beat, yeah. and he just can't game plan. I I, th- I think in terms of player quality, we're probably less talented than the playoff teams of the earlier decade. Sure, but like. I think you're one or two draft classes around for making that much better, and they didn't really hit. They didn't have a good draft class last year. Uh, the first three have been really good this year. The rest are still up for debate, I think. But um, uh, it's just it's hard to to say because um, we we just have so many problems on the team, so many areas that you know either injuries or just players that aren't working out. So it's kind of yeah. hard to see. But I, I think there have been games that have been winnable, but he is decisions have been um you know made us lose Mm -hmm. and i think with this 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 game in particular i saw them being completely unprepared and they didn't look like they had it at all and i think you said during the game that they look scared yeah and i think that's uh that's how we play the steelers a lot um we i think we have a problem matching their intensity yeah well, I was thinking about it too. I like a couple of years ago, I did a tour of the Paul Brown Stadium, uh, and I thought this was really interesting. When you go in to the office that's there, and you go in, and they, in terms of like memorabilia and what they show off, they have two AFC Championship no trophies. They're like the you know for the two Super Bowl years. Um, and I was just thinking, like, could you imagine like? being a player and going into that and like seeing like that's all you have like (laughs) right but but then like conversely thinking about the pittsburgh steelers for example and they have five super bowl wins i think they've maybe gone to five more and imagine all that hardware uh what it would be like to go into that office and see all that and like like if you're a player like how can you not be inspired by that like they have such like a long history because they started in the 30s they got big in the 60s uh 70s is the the steel curtain Uh, they won their first terry bradshaw a couple super bowls they went to a couple more in the 90s and then some more recently but like like how can you not like be excited about that compared to the and i'm not trying to like shit on our own team but like if if you're looking at that how can you not see the difference yeah i mean we haven't had an owner that's really gone all in to this team to put them over the top i think that's that that's you know that's the biggest difference with the bengals and other teams mm-hmm. um but yeah it's uh it's pretty embarrassing and uh, i think you know at some point bengals fans need to need to stop you know making the steelers rivalry you know a rivalry you know they've beaten us so many times Yes, yeah, really, it hasn't really been a rivalry. It just hasn't even been game. close to competitive. You know, even even well, in the last twenty years, it hasn't been competitive outside of a few uh, seasons. A couple handful of seasons, it was pretty competitive. But yeah, other than that, it really hasn't been just because we play in the same division. I mean, even when we're I kind of good think in the season, they they still whip us. Like it's it's embarrassing. I kind of think we have a better rivalry with the Titans, and we only play them like once every three <laughs> years. And we were we were a division teammates for, I think a while. Um, they they have a weird history. They were all over the place. Yeah, but yeah. I just think you know uh, the Steelers are 
still beating us and they're going to continue to beat us until things change. Yeah. Well, what, well, kind of going back to what I was talking about, about like not looking prepared, opening, opening drive, they, they stop them. They have big third down stop. It's like, oh, that's not too bad. And they punt the ball and Alex Erickson, er, Alex Erickson, which I saw a lot of people giving them shit for. Like, it's, it's so weird. Like how our fans are so fickle. Like, like if Alex Erickson in the next game like goes off and has like, you know, over 100 return yards and gets a touchdown, are the people going to give him, be giving him shit? No, probably not. Like, like people say, like, why are we wasting a ro- roster spot and Alex Erickson? I'm like, he's our best return man. I mean, yeah, I mean that, yeah. that's the thing with NFL fans is always what, what have you done for me now? I mean that's what's happening yeah. with AJ right now. I mean he ain't even. I don't think he's even getting targeted as often as he used to. Yeah, he was targeted five times in the last game. I'm I'm still, you know, holding to that, you know, he's supposed to be a deep threat receiver and you know, the, him and Burrow are just not not in sync. I mean, I'm with you on the fact that he's not bad like people think that he is. Um I just I just think he's rusty. I just I don't think there's space for him on the team anymore. Um you know, I I like him you, as a player. I would love to keep him, but his chemistry with Burrow isn't there and it's, you know, we've had him a lot of games now. Yeah, uh, I mean Tyler Boyd looks crisp. Uh, T. Higgins has had a great connection with Burrow, and then Auden Tate's kind of hit and miss. Outside of the last uh, game, I think Auden Tate's played really well with Burrow. I think he's played good, but like from a statistical standpoint, he's got ups and downs. Whereas AJ Green's been pretty much down the whole year. A couple good games, back down. Yeah, I don't think he's been from down. Just a pure he's still been a good standpoint. receiver. He's just not been elite. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm just from like a pure statistical number standpoint. Like, he's still drawing, like you said, he's still drawing double teams. He's still out there creating separation. He, you're right. He's just not connecting with Burrow. Ah, uh, yeah. So, you know, I I still don't don't really think the team or you know fans and the team should be really focused on offense too much. I think really the offense has has figured things out outside of the offensive line. We have so many weapons, you know. Um, we just need to build a unit that can play together and be consistent. Uh, we've had so many injuries, so it's been hard to get consistency there. I think defense is definitely our biggest weak point. It seems like they can't figure out a scheme. They can't get blitzes going. And every time they try to blitz, we get burned somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, you know. Our bl- only a couple times the blitzes have really worked out this year. Yeah, and it's hard. They, you know, they don't have anybody they can trust on the defensive side. To, yeah, to make I, a play I mean, I'm under the thought that we could, if we're going to get like a lottery pick this year, spend it on an offensive lineman because we could use the work there. Uh, although the offensive line has been playing a lot better uh, in the past couple weeks than it has. Um, but I still think that's a big key to it. You know, we can't, we can't be plugging holes with um, one year free agency deals and expect Burrow to be healthy for 15, 20 years. Yeah, I think we just got to see who's available. I still think defensive line is our biggest concern. We're we're getting absolutely no pass rush outside of Carl Lawson, and you know that just can't happen. Um, I mean, I think they might get lucky and and find like hard good offensive linemen are hard to come by. But you could you can lure uh, a defensive player via trade or free agency. Well, we so tried with uh, Tock McKinley. Oh, yeah. So we didn't even talk about that last week, and it's a good thing we didn't. <laughs> he got cut because he was too fat. Well, we don't actually know why he failed, but, I mean, 
his history shows that he, he comes in unconditioned and way overweight. You said he was overweight. Well, I think I think he had a problem with like not um learning playbooks and not really being folk kind of like Dwayne Haskins. Like Dwayne Haskins, you know, doesn't read the from what I understand, I don't want to shit talk the guy. <laughs> yeah, but but I think he's still rated better than like our entire defensive line this year. So, I mean, that's saying something about our defensive line. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, our defensive line lost a lot of talent when we traded away Dunlap, which I kind of thought. So, like, we traded away Dunlap, then we beat the Titans, and then the Seahawks lose. And I kind of wonder. I'm, I don't know if any Bengals fans did this and kind of said, oh, look at that. He was the K- team cancer. or No, I don't know if anybody said that, but I'm like, that's definitely, like, spuriously correlated. Like, those things are not related at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh, the Seahawks' big problem is, uh, yeah, I think, um, what's his name, their quarterback? Russell Wilson, He he's he's lost their last few games for them. Really? I, I – I told my cousins who were a big Seahawks fan, who became Seahawks fans coincidentally after they won the Super Bowl. I'm like, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. As soon as I jump on the bandwagon, they go one and three. I'm like, oh, sorry guys. Yeah, I mean, he's he's had some, you know, I think in the last two games he's accounted for like six turnovers or something. Oof. Like interceptions and fumbles. So. That ain't too good. Yeah, people are saying he's out of the MVP running now, but I just – I don't know. He's still putting up crazy numbers, and he can still recover. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of season left. Oh, yeah, left. He, only had two bad, he only had two bad games. You know, if he gets up, you know, over 50 touchdowns, you know, I mean, it's going to be hard to say he's not MVP, at, at least mm-hmm. in the running. I'm sure the voters will have fun with that one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not easy to get more over 50 touchdowns. It's only been done a handful of times. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and I think uh, Mahomes, and maybe Dan. No, Dan, not Dan Marino. Yeah. So. Yep. Mahomes, Brady, and Peyton Manning. Nice. And Mahomes, I think, got fifty last year, right? Exactly fifty. He had, he had fifty exactly two years. Oh, ago. it was two years ago. Okay. Last year, I think he I think he missed some time with injury. Uh, I think he only had like. 25 or 26 last year passing touchdowns yeah um, which is crazy i don't know some of these like quarterback they just have a like a super slick drop off like lamar jackson had a great rookie or a great second year starting not so great this year i still think he's playing well i mean it just changes teams change yeah you get- although i say i said that about patrick mahomes He's only had 26 touchdowns last year. He's got 25 so far this year, so probably he's close. Uh, Look how many interceptions he has this year. Just the one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah I, yeah, I think he's the best quarterback in the league right now, honestly. It's crazy, like, how – just, like, how he blew up uh, last, you know. He was virtually – he was, like, a lottery pick. We actually picked John Ross right before him. Yeah. And he doesn't – he doesn't really – played one game – last year or in, in twenty seventeen and then all of a sudden boom throws for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. Like who the hell was anticipating that? Right. Yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um, um but yeah, super unfortunate losing it on a talk McKinley. I think I think he would have helped, um, even if he had problems. 
the Niners picked him up, I think. Mm. Of course he did. Um, I, I just assumed he would have not played at all. Um, but I think you know, you fail th- the biggest story coming out of the game that we need to talk about is, I mean, it's probably the only story coming out of the game is uh, the hit on Burrow from Bud Dupree. Did you, did Didn't you I see call that? that? Oh, I, yeah, I that called was, it too. I said there's going to be some dirty hit. That was ridiculous. That was super cheap shot, I think. Uh, he already threw the ball. Play was over. He was out of bounds, but he still pushed him. That's just, you know. He he didn't just push him. He pushed him like into a the, the, the bench, the, yeah. Table or bench or something, yeah. Uh, just crazy. And, and, you know, you have all these Steelers fans saying, you know, how dirty Cincinnati always plays. And, you know, it's like. They, they, they don't know anything because, like, we have, like, one or two plays that are, like, considered dirty plays. And then, like, they have, like, a laundry list of, like dirty hits yeah, it, it not just, just on the bangles but it just wigs me out like that hit on geo they're like when they knocked him out they're like so convinced that that was not a dirty hit but you know i completely disagree that was dirty as hell and they were celebrating yeah, that crown, and then you know when Shazir paralyzes crown. himself for doing the same thing you know with that dirty yeah. hit he, he did it to himself but they want sympathy what do you expect that. yeah i don't know that that fan base is just you know full full of uh full of victims and I, I, yeah. I don't enjoy them no they're they're at the absolute worst at least the, at least the browns fans are a little bit humble because you know it's like okay you guys can get all excited because you went 0 and 16 within this last decade you know you should be cherishing six and three so i'll give that a pass but like those steelers fans are the absolute worst especially on the internet you mean in my I'll, i will say though you meet you meet a steelers fan in person they're not too bad uh, you go on the internet and it's like, oh my god! Yeah, it's easy for people to hide behind a keyboard. Oh yeah, it's easy to hide behind that mask of a keyboard. Um, I mean, I called it. I said there was going to be some dirty hit on Burrow and he's going to get hurt, and there was. So just there's going to be another one in like week 15 whenever we play them again. So just you count on it. You mark my words. Yeah, like, so right I mean, you, you saw like if you looked on any of the threads on like the NFL subreddit. You know, all these Steelers fans were saying about how they can't wait to get a good hit on Burrow and like, you know. And then they're calling I us I wonder dirty. what they're talking that's, about. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. They just like they don't they don't like and the NFL like enables them too. Do you remember when like someone like had like a lynched man in a perfect jersey a couple of years ago? Do you remember that? No. Oh, dude, you got to look it up. Let me see if I can try to find it. It's like 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 that's evil. Like that goes beyond like the sport, and that don't get that thing gets said, you know that didn't get any media attention. The NFL didn't do shit about it. They didn't like come out with a comment like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't do lynchings of football pl- of our own, you know, workers and football players." I don't even see anything on Google Images, but the first thing that pops up on the search is is a Reddit thread. On um, okay, here we go. Yeah, it's a, it was a. I found it. I can send it to you. Oh but it's yeah, a, uh, I remember this. I remember that. I yeah. Yeah, it's like how can you how can you let that go? You know what I mean? Like the NFL don't do shit about that. I get that they don't like perfect, but like come on, have some basic decency. Yeah, I just it's crazy to me that you know he he got what he got, even though the Steelers basically made their franchise off guys exactly like him. Yeah, no. If uh, if Perfect were playing for the Steelers, he'd never get a suspension. He'd never get he never get fined. 
Nothing. He that, that's Steeler football. Yeah, we, we need to move away from this topic. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna throw my talk about tinfoil hat. I'm pretty sure we've we've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was right about him getting hurt. I told you he was gonna get hurt on a dirty hit. You can go back and listen to last week. Well, he's, he's absolutely he's not, right. He's not that hurt, so. Still, it's like it's the prophecy came true. No matter what, it's like Star Wars. It's like Anakin <laughs> fulfilled the destiny of the throwing Sidious over the ledge. He fulfilled the. De- I don't care if the Sith came back. He still fulfilled the promise. <laughs> All right, let, okay. let's let's so look get, to getting next, off of crazy tinfoil hat theories. Getting off of Star Wars. Let's talk about uh, Washington Redskins. Uh, when we talked about this game. When we did our first year predictions, I think we both said this one was going to be a win. Quite possibly. And I think now, I still agree. I think it's going to be a win. I think I am still on the fence. Um, I think I said last week we were going to lose, and I think uh, I think that's that's going to be a hard game. Um, they did lose last week. Um, to the Lions, I think, and they're not a great mm-hmm. team, but it was a close game. I think this is going to be a win. It's going to be tough because it'll be on the road, and like you said before, they got a really good defensive line, not just number one, the number two overall pick, Chase Young, but um, Ryan Kerrigan still plays at a high level. Uh, Montrez, Montez, sweet, sweat. Totally messed that up. He's got five sacks. Um, a couple other linebackers and safeties have two sacks. I think they're um, good defensive line, good blitz packages, Yeah, good at rushing the quarterback. But I think we're still going to pull out a win because this team isn't very good on offense either. Yeah, I think the biggest thing we have going for us is that um, our offensive line has been playing better recently. So we're going to have a little bit more time to throw, I think. And and you're right, their offense has, hasn't been very good. Um, they've got mm-hmm. Alex Smith back, and he, he hasn't been playing very well, I think. Well, hang, hold up. Take a step back because – Alex Smith just had like the best game of his career against the Lions. Did you see his? Did you see his line? No. Oh, dude, it was crazy. Uh, let me pull it up and get exact numbers for you. He was thirty-eight for fifty-five, which is a lot, uh, and three hundred ninety yards. That's which is also a lot, a lot. of passes. <laughs> it is. Uh, he didn't throw any touchdowns. We didn't turn the ball <laughs> over. Well, there you go. Um, he didn't throw any touchdowns. And they had exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, they had three. Rushing touchdowns, so he got them in position to score. Just because his arm wasn't the one to do it doesn't mean the team didn't have success. Well, I, I still think he's he's struggling. Um, well, he is like forty and coming off like possible leg amputation. I mean, surgery, if you look so. at the game right right before that, he played horrible against the Giants. Yeah, and and oh, that the whole game division that just got horrible. awful. Yeah, uh, I think that's you know that they're not super prolific in in their offense. So I think we have a shot, but I just I, I still see it as a loss. Okay, I'm not gonna give you flack for thinking that, but I do think it's gonna be a win. They gotta run the ball more. Hundred hundred yards ain't too bad against the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Not too bad. Um, Without our I would I would be. Back. Oh my God! What the fuck was yeah. that? 
Is he gone yet? Or is he back yet? When's Joe Mixon coming back? Uh, I want to say all the running backs from twenty from the twenty seventeen draft that all signed extensions this year have all been hurt in some way or another. Uh, he's still out of practice as of today, so not this week probably. I guess we got spoiled because remember that one year he hurt his knee, uh, and we were like, "Oh no, how long is Joe Mixon going to be out?" And then like the next game, he like ran down the field and tackled AJ Green in the end zone after he scored that touchdown. I'm like, "Oh, he's fine." So that's yeah. what I keep thinking. I'm like, oh, I heard he was dancing on the sideline during one of the practices. I'm like, oh, he's he's probably fine. He missed a game or two. It happens. But, like, he's been gone since, what, the Colts game? Yeah, it's been a few games. Um, And he's, so, he's had a rough year, too. So um, he just hasn't hasn't played very well. But, you know, I don't th- you, I don't you, think you, could, you could put it up against the line, too. But it's his stats yeah. and – now he's injured it's 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 rough and you, you have yeah, i don't think it's entirely on him yeah but i mean you have guys like you know that are playing now like geo um i i think playing better and even p ryan getting better numbers which is ridiculous yeah that's weird i wasn't expecting that but you know it's small sample size we'll see yeah All right. Anything else you want to talk about for the next game? Nope. I think it's going to be a loss. But uh, I think we there's okay. a, it's going to be better than the Steelers game. Well, I'm hope I'm hoping you eat your words on that, <laughs> and then we win. We'll see. But that's just me. We'll see. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening, and you guys have a good rest of your day.